Welcome to Help and Hope, a podcast of CCEF. Hi, my name is Alistair Groves. I'm hosting a special podcast series here on Help and Hope called In the Counselor's Room. We take different faculty members here and we're just trying to ask the question, what are things we find ourselves doing in our counseling that we feel are either especially helpful or um, especially uh, powerful ways to bring the scriptures to bear in ways that you know you might not otherwise expect. So today I'm in the counseling room with Cecilia Bernhardt. Cecilia, thank you so much for being here. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Um, I'd be curious just to hear you say a little bit about what has been going on in your counseling recently. What what do you find yourself doing frequently? What's a, a concept? What's a question? What's something you find cropping up in your counseling that you think would be helpful to reflect on here for a few minutes? That's a great question, Alistair. Um, one issue that I have found comes up over and over again um, in in a few different scenarios with my counselees is I get a sense as we talk about the struggles that they have and the situations that they're facing that there's a little bit of an underlying anger at God, but uh, initially, a lot of times they're not even aware of it, and if they are, they really don't have words to express it. Huh. And um, at the risk of uh, opening a big can of words, what, what do you do with that? Yeah, it's it, it, it's it's a good opportunity to help people, of course, examine their heart and also try and understand who God is. So it's it's a great introductory way to, to get them to think about the whole story of creation, fall, redemption, glorification. So um, I basically, when I kind of get an idea that this, this is what's going on, I step back and after they've shared with me some of the specifics of their situation. Is it a, is it a woman struggling with depression because she's disappointed with um, with with the the scenario of her life or is it um a couple that's that never understood that marriage could be this hard um or is it a woman who is um struggling with the the consequences of sexual abuse and the long-term nature of those i i i i think i hear an underlying um disconnect between them and god that leaves a lot of room for disappointment anger And so I wait till they get to the point where they're expressing just what they insist is a disappointment with the circumstances of life. And then I kind of back up a little bit and and ask, you know, what role do you think God plays in that? And then from there I say, do you think God causes this? Does he allow this? We just kind of get into those broad questions. And then I'll usually kind of say it in a little bit more roundabout way. It sounds like you might be angry with God about that and almost always the answer is oh no no i'm not angry with god Mm. i think part of that is in being raised in the church we're all told we can't be angry with god that's disrespectful so i think there's a there's kind of a a positive part of that and a negative part Um, the positive part is we do we, we we love god and we want to respect him but then when questions come up we just don't know how to express it and then the negative part is you just want to avoid it and you want to um take any other route of expressing anger frustration rather than speak the honest truth which is is i'm angry at god yeah, that's really helpful, and it's really interesting to think about. I, um, I certainly see some of this in my own counseling as well. And my um, 
my question I often find myself asking, and I actually hear different answers out there within the the broad realm of Christian counseling, is, is that okay? Is that a good thing? I've, I, I remember shortly after, um, shortly after my dad died, someone seeking to bring comfort and saying to me, it's, it's okay, it's right, it's good to be angry with God in this. Right. And uh, I've certainly heard others say, like, obviously to be angry with God ever is a sin. There's nothing God's ever done that should make us angry. And um, in a sense, I have some sympathy for what both sides are saying. I wonder how you've thought about that. Yeah, yeah. And thank you for bringing this up because this is a huge, hugely important question to answer. And this, just even thinking about this approach, um, yeah. And of course, I feel like, like you, I feel like both are right. Um, clearly, we we ultimately have no reason to be angry at God because God is exactly who He says He is. He is all compassionate, all loving, understands us. He knows us better than we know ourselves. Um, he is working in all of our circumstances for good, which we know. Um, but at the same time, for me, the issue is um, in order to help people have that anger with God in their heart, in order to help them to to bring it out and express it, um, that's the first step in helping them to face it in order to bring it to Him, to repent of it. And see, that is the, is the hinge. That's the important part. Um, in each of the cases where I've helped people to, to bring this out, um, it's been with the, with the end result of um, we, we, we walk through the steps. Are you angry at God? Absolutely not. I can't be angry at God. He is all good. He's all these things. Okay, we come back. Are you angry at God? Um, you know, will, a willingness to think about it. Are you angry at God? Mm, maybe a begrudging a, a, an admission. You know what? I really think I am. Are you angry at God? I am. And at that point is the point where people can step back and lay it down and, 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 and bring it to our Heavenly Father and say, Please forgive me. I have been angry at you. I've been harboring this in my heart. And and that opens the door for unbelievable progress and grace and the ability to face the very struggle that God has called them to face. So so I would say, um, yes, the, the um, we can't be angry at God camp is right as far as the, the the end that we're striving for. And I would and I would say that the people who understand there's a need for expression, I would say that they're right also in that we need to be a safe place for people to express that struggle, the reality that it's there, and then we need to be that third group that says, okay, um, it's there, let me help you to bring it out, let me help you to, to give words to that uncomfortable feeling that you have in your heart, and then let's bring it to God together, let's lay before Him and repent. Does that does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense, and I I find myself resonating with you know at the end of the day it's not about trying to divide up into camps. It's not about um, is this the only right way to see it. It's about um, the relationship with God that any person has is the most precious thing that we can help them with. It's, it's the thing that will endure into eternity. It's it's what uh, it's what our job is is to yes. uh, be relational. Uh, connectors between people and God, and if, if there is unexpressed, unacknowledged anger and relational break there, well, that's going to translate out into behavioral sins and relational brokenness on the horizontal level. But it's obviously also just a its most devastating nature is in itself. And so, what you're saying is, um, I'm not going to be able to help someone who cannot acknowledge their most significant. 
place in their heart of sin. And exactly. the anger that they have is actually likely to be a relatively complex thing. Um, just trying to understand who, who is God, what has He done in my life, yes. and uh, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Yes, and, and um, one place I think this is captured in Scripture really well mm-hmm. is in the book of Jonah. I love the story of Jonah, and I love, you know, as a counselor, um, I look at Jonah 4, and I think I think this this particular aspect may not get a lot of attention, but I love how, how um, you know, as we know, God calls Jonah to go to Nineveh. He doesn't want to go. He goes completely the opposite way. You know, God grabs him, tosses him into the ocean, the fish brings him back, and, and, and Jonah is more willing then to, to go the way that God has called him. But Jonah is still so mad about it. So as we know, he goes into Nineveh and he, and he preaches, you know, God's going to destroy the city. And, and he, he brings the people up to, to the edge of awareness. Then he goes out and he, and he sits down to watch what he assumes, you know, the damage that God will do. And so, um, you know, God, God says to him, Jonah, are you angry? And he's like, no, I'm not angry. Well, God knows he's angry. So then God sends a little vine to grow over him. Then he sends a little worm to eat the vine. A personal, you know, burden that that Jonah then has to bear in light of this big background story. And so the vine dies. Jonah's left in the scorching sun. And the next day, God says to him, Jonah, are you angry? Are you angry? And Jonah says, yes, I am angry. What has God done? He's, He's helped Jonah come to face to face with the anger in his own heart against God and 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 God says to Jonah Jonah I you're concerned about this one vine you're concerned about this one little thing I'm concerned about this whole city full of people and and then he leaves the story there and I just think this is a beautiful picture of you know what we we have we hold this anger in our heart um we try to tell ourselves it's something different it's it, it doesn't stop God from, from what He is accomplishing. Of course not. But in our personal relationship, as you say, it, it casts it, it causes a great gap that um, as counselors, if we're able to come alongside people and help them to see that and play that same role, um, we can help remove that personal gap and then we can be more productive for the kingdom and more involved with the people around us. So yeah, that's incredibly helpful. And I'm going to go and reflect on that some more. Thank you so much for coming in. Sure. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. For more information about CCEF courses, conferences, publications, and other resources, visit us on the web at ccef.org.